Hello, I'm Dr. Rose Gonzalez, a nurse member of the Executive Steering Committee of the Movement is Life Caucus and your host. Movement is Life is a multidisciplinary coalition seeking to eliminate racial and ethnic disparities in muscle and joint health by promoting physical mobility to improve the quality of life. Today, I'm joined by a participant from our Operation Change program held at the Croc Center in San Diego, California. For those of you who may not be familiar with this program, Operation Change is a community-based behavioral change program targeted at women who are African-American, Hispanic, Latina, or live in rural communities who may be obese and experiencing joint pain due to limited mobility or experience other comorbid conditions. The Operation Change program includes structured physical activity and is focused on awareness and education to motivate sustained behavior change. Welcome, Laura. Bienvenidas, Laura. Como estas? How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for inviting me to do this. You're welcome. It's so good to be with you today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Laura? I'm Latina and born and raised in California. Uh, my parents were farm workers here up in Northern California. Basically, went to high school, graduated, went to San Diego State. That's how I became familiar with San Diego, California, and worked a lot in the government with all kinds of different uh, people, social services, Department of Correction, district attorney, public defender, always helping others. That's always been my passion. I've been very, very fortunate to have uh, been able to do that for 44 years. I have four children, two stepchildren, and that, that live with me till they got married, and two ch children with their father. And the oldest is 50, the second one's 48, my daughter's 37, and my son's just barely turned 31. You've been busy on a number of fronts. So you've had a lot of work with the government. And then, you know, I don't know how you balanced all of that. Um, it's hard. I'm sure all women can attest to that, working full time and raising the family and doing that is a lot of work, but also very rewarding, as we all know, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's true. That's so true. So we're going to talk a little bit about Operation Change. So how did you hear about Operation Change? I actually heard it from my sister. Uh, she told me they were having this program and it was about nutrition and for women that were, you know, like overweight and things like that. And so I said, oh, when is it? She says, it's on a Saturday and it'll be for 18 weeks. And I'm like, hmm, Saturday, 18 weeks. <laughs> but I'm glad I went to the first class because since the first moment I walked in the doors there, I felt like I was at home. It's funny how there was so many different women there and they had us in groups so we could communicate in our groups, you know, and do that. But it was very powerful because um, you begin to build a friendships and com camaraderie with these other women because as people come in and do the classes, we discuss things after. And it's very powerful for you to be able to share what's going on with you and feel comfortable and, and learn from others and professionals the little things we can do that make huge changes in our life, wow. like moving, <laughs> walking, things like that. So you heard from your sister. You heard from your sister and, um, and they talked and she shared that it was going to be a lot about nutrition and maybe health. And that was something that intrigued you. So... What, after you heard all that, and I, I know you talked a little bit about you actually getting there, but 
what actually made you say after you heard 18 weeks, Saturday morning, I bendito, you know, what actually moved you to say, <laughs> I'm going to join, I'm going to join. And, and what about it really spoke to you? I think for me was being around a lot of other women that were my age. I just felt like it was a great opportunity for me. And it was a blessing because I was struggling with my weight and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I've always been very active, but as you get older, you kind of like, you know, get a little lazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel it, w- it came at the right time. So the message came at the right time. You were ready to receive that message and you were intrigued and you said, okay, 18 weeks, but I'm going to take a, a risk, right? So have you ever done a program like Operation Change before? Never. No, okay. I've never done a program like this. So it was the first one and you were drawn because nutrition, weight, and then also, you know, women, the women that were similar to you in age. So talk to me about any changes you may have made in your life due to your participation in Operation Change. Like I said, as you get older, you start slowing down and I was getting lazy and I realized that, you know, the one that's going to change me is me. So this class really helped me to to stir inside of me again, that fire that I've Mm -hmm. had all along. It reawakened me to remember how important I am. And as a woman, you know, speaking for myself, and I'm sure a lot of people that we always put ourselves last. And it's very important to remember that we also need to put ourselves first. And it's not being selfish. It's just being loving yourself. And a lot of times in my life, I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. And I think this uh, reawakening to the power we have within ourselves that if we change, but just that little fine side of the desire to change and do little things that make a huge difference, which this class taught me. And you started to think about putting yourself first, which I agree with you. Correct. I mean, there are a lot of times that we as women, you know, we're the last one on the list. We're the last one on the to-do list. We're the, we're the ones that say, well, I have to do this, 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 but there's no time for me. Um, so good for you. So how different did you feel after the program? I felt like a lot happier. Uh, I was struggling with depression and, and I was, you know, seeing a doctor and all that. And I think I really believe that, like I said, this came at the right time because it's like everything fell into place for me. All the things that I needed to do for myself were, were helpful in this class especially uh, being around other women, hearing their stories and be able to share yourself with other people, being in a safe place, not feeling judged about any kind of anything, especially with me with depression. Like um, it's probably like you feel like there's something wrong with you and you don't want to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to talk about these things because once you open up to other people, then other people start opening up also. And mm-hmm. that's important because we as women, we, we always put ourselves last and we don't want to talk about certain things from our heart because we have to be the strong ones mm-hmm. and we don't want to appear weak in front of anybody. So mm-hmm. we kind of like mask ourselves in our job, with our friends, with family, even with our spouses, or, you know, we just have to wear this mask that we're strong and we, we can take anything inside. We have to Remember that we have to do the things walking or talking to a friend or having lunch or doing something. Um, Taking care of our diet um, is really important and instrumental to our mental health and to how we feel. And this class, like I said, I can't reiterate how important it was for me and how life changing it was. And it came at such a good time for me where that was kind of like hitting rock bottom. First of all, I want to thank you for sharing about 
your depression. That's very brave because a lot of people, especially in the Latino culture, do not talk about it. And I think um, that's one part of the program that we really don't talk a lot about because we're not focused on that. But that is one change that we see with people that, first of all, they weren't aware that they were depressed. Sometimes they were aware. And somehow the uh, lectures and the social support that you get from the team really helps you to open up and really confront that and, and really start to work through it and start to feel better about yourself. And there's nothing, you know, every, I think lots of people go through depression, you know, um, through their life. And um, I think we do a disservice by not talking about it. And it's an important, it's very important for us women to kind of share that and say, hey, I was trying to take care of it, but the, this program also helped me and the sharing also helped me. So kudos to you. Kudos to you, Laura. That was very brave. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the program, you know, the steps of the program. So each session starts with a speaker. As you mentioned, you had speakers um, who focused on some aspect of health. Was there any one speaker or topic which was most impactful? Gosh, there were so many. And I'm, it's right now looking back, I wish I had my book in front of me so I could look at it. <laughs> Sounds very strange, but every single person that walked through that door to come in and speak to us, that message, like, wow, you know, like that I needed this, you know, I didn't know I needed this. And, and I think that was what was amazing about this program. And because every time you got excited to go, you look forward to getting up early on Saturday and hanging out with these great people and learning all these new things and the exercise, all the things they did with us was like, it kind of got us into a routine, maybe not everybody, but I feel like it instilled the importance of just the little time you spend on yourself, mm-hmm. doing whatever makes you happy, mm-hmm. dancing, singing, whatever, um, is changes your whole day. Mm-hmm. And if you start your day like off like that, and maybe you have a chance to end your day like that, um, I think that it changes you in a good way because it gives you hope and it gives you happiness and joy, which we can all have it, you know. And for me, Music has always been an important part of my life. And when I've been through all the years going through certain things, I when I turn on the radio or hear a song, it's like, oh, it changes me, you know. Mm-hmm. And those little things is what the class brought to us, along with all the dynamic people, the speakers that came, uh, came with the right message at the right time. And, and for me, that's what I could say. And I learned a lot. And especially mm-hmm. from the other women that were there. So, so you're learning from speakers, right, who are coming in with their messages, and you are absorbing that and taking that in. You're learning how to be good to yourself, right, and, and take time for yourself and ways that you could yeah. take time for yourself. And you find that when you do that, you're not taking away from other things. You're actually making yourself better right? You're feeling better. You start to feel better. And that feeling better leads to more, you know, making sure that you do take time for yourself. I know that um, we in the program spend a lot of time at the beginning in focusing on mental health. The first three or four segments, I think, of the educational uh, program were mental health. So when you heard those speakers, did they resonate with you? Did they 
it, it, did they feel like they were talking to you directly or could you relate a lot to what they were saying? Most definitely. Like I say, I, I believe all of the people that came in and spoke to us, they were very powerful because, you know, I believe that everything that they talked about for me, myself, I hit a lot of places within me. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it hit a lot of places within the other women. Mm-hmm. Because even though we think we're different, we're basically kind of like the same. We, we're our culture or whatever, however we were brought up or whatever we've gone through as women. I mean, there's a lot of uh, things that are reciprocal, you know, like the same kind of thing. And we don't talk about it because, like I said, it's always important. We've taught to be strong because mm-hmm. we're like the head of the family and never really felt good about even talking to anybody about it, which was very hard. And I think it's, I believe it's important because a lot of women have the same problem as far as that's like a stigma. Like you can't say that you have depression because that's like you're lesser than, or you're, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And that's the farthest thing from the truth, because it's basically, we all have feelings, we all have needs. And if sometimes those feelings and needs are not met, then it creates a sadness or something like, and it affects our whole life. So Mm -hmm. being in these classes and hearing from the people that came in was very powerful because whatever subject that was for that day, it was like, it was just speaking to me. And I'm sure if they were speaking to me, I'm sure they spoke to a lot of the other women in the room. And it also opened up the conversation for people to be able to feel free and talk about their situation, how they felt and what they might've went through, which is, healing and very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think um, one of the things that you sort of um, mentioned that it resonated with the other women in the group, right? And you start to feel comfortable. What we see in Operation Change is actually that across the programs, across the country, you know, people receive it almost the same way, even though they're done in different parts of the country. So we have a program in, in Chicago, it's African-American, St. Louis, African-American. We had a rural program in Kentucky. And your San Diego was our first um, Latina, all done completely in Spanish and very culturally competent. So we made a point that, you know, people should be comfortable in that language and are or feel comfortable using that language so that we can help them receive the messages in that language and feel more comfortable. So do you think that doing the program in Spanish really kind of changed how it was received by the participants in your program? I believe so, because when it's funny, I don't speak really well Spanish. I understand it Mm -hmm. Uh, and I can communicate, but I feel that when I, and if I'm anywhere and I speak to someone in Spanish, that their whole, they're like, oh, hi, you know, like it's like, it's, it's welcoming. It's like something there that it's like, oh, you know, somebody that's like me or that, hey, you know, it, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but it opens up a lot of doors mm-hmm. uh, for feeling comfortable with that person. And that you like, you have a camaraderie and there's like a, a you know, a connection, yes. like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you did with this, having it all in Spanish was very powerful and opened up for a lot of women that for sure that may be their first language or if not them to be able to express themselves even better because a lot of times it's hard to translate something in English because it doesn't, 
there's no match or words for right. certain feelings or emotions. There's something about, and I I'm I'm actually was born here, but Puerto Rican heritage. And there's something about someone speaking to you in Spanish that is exactly what you said. The walls come down. There is that cultural connection. And you're home. You're almost home. And you're in a safe place is how I feel. And you're, it's, it's um, inviting. It's inviting and comforting at the same time. So I, I'm trying to really understand your message about that because I think people fail to recognize that, that even though we may go in English and Spanish, you know, there's a lot of times that I don't, I can't find the word in Spanish or I can't find the word in English to say it. And you move between the languages. And that's very common for, for us Latinas, very, very common uh, to do that. So I'm sure some of that happened in those programs. So I'm going to get back to what you were saying about the music, because I too like music and find it changes mood and can get you um bring you to a different place so the second hour of the program was really about movement and um we did a lot of different things the the team thought of many creative ideas to talk uh, to do that movement segment so why don't you talk to me a little bit about the movement and, and exercise segment that you participated in i look forward to it because they would bring in like belly dancers or yoga people or the ladies that do the Latin exercise. I can't remember what that is called right now. Zumba? Zumba? Zumba. <laughs> Zumba. And it was just great because like people actually would jump up and start moving around. As soon as they turned on the music, they didn't know what we we're going to do. They had an idea, but not really. And they just started moving. So music does change. The energy changes how people feel. And it's very uplifting and it helps you just get in that happy space that you mm-hmm. want to do something. You want to mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems like all the programs must have had a belly dancer because, you know, that's the first thing that comes up on the list when people talk about, it. you know, how, how you were saying, you know, we're very similar. All the programs may have had a belly dancer. That's the first thing, movement thing that comes up on the list, the belly dancer. People loved it. It pushed them out of their comfort zone. And it also made them laugh about themselves, right? Because you're trying to move and gyrate and you're, it's not something that you do on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, what, what I find is that it was interesting looking at everybody, even thinking of myself in the belly dancing was really helpful because it kind of brings you back to your femininity and your sen- sounds weird, sensuality and that, you know, you're still have feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you still got it. You're hot. You still got it. Still got it. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I think that program, that movement program, um, I think you, your team even went further because you were connected to the Croc Center. So I, my understanding is sometimes you did actually go into their center, which has a huge um, kind of gym and they have a pool. And I think one of the exercises, they, they allowed some individuals to go into the pool. That's true. We were lucky because I didn't think about that. You're, you're exactly right. And the young people and the older people, middle-aged people, younger than us, everybody would stop and look at what we're doing. Like, hey, they're doing belly dancing and hey, they're doing swimming. So I think it was also probably inspiring to some people to see that also. Like older people still exercise, you know. <laughs> they still alive, you know. <laughs> we, they can still move. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. And, and I think that I, was I one of the... I also think that I, still, I would watch people watching us. And I think they felt inspired because like, 
hey, I never thought about doing belly dancing. If they can do it, I can do it, you know, that kind of stuff. So you inspired others. You kind of, you you were looked at, you were stars, okay? So Operation Change, <laughs> San Diego became stars, you know, at the Croc Center. And then that that left other people inspired. That's wonderful. That's really wonderful. That's kind of more benefits. I mean, just sharing the love kind of all around. That's incredible. I want to say one thing more is that when you have this energy of happiness, it creates a lot of love and within yourself and it comes out to others. You're attractive. I mean, as far as them wanting to like, who, who are they? What are they doing? It builds interest. And right. it also builds a lot of like faith in that, you know, I think that it's good to see older people doing stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We just don't that. fall off the cliff. Right. As we get older, we shouldn't just fall off the cliff, but we're live human beings that can engage you know, correct. it eliminates those stereotypes people have about getting older and women, you know, we are still sensual beings and we still have a lot to give and we still got a lot within us to give. So the program helped to bring that out and also allowed others to see it in real life. Right. And, and I think it's also that people that were in the class that were married, I actually noticed that, you know, like by the end of the class and they brought their spouses, you know, the spouses were happy. Everybody was happy. Like the energy changes. Mm-hmm. If the if the matriarch, the person in the family is changing, it automatically is going to send out. And the people go, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, what's going on?" You know, mm-hmm. it's exciting. Yes, it sounds exciting because it's like a, a stone in a, a that you throw in the water and ripples. You know, so Correct. you finally do something for yourself, and it it others notice in your family and they start to feel the change. That's wonderful. That's, I think if you talk to any of the groups that you've done in the past, they probably would agree that, you know, once you start changing your energy and you're getting more happy, it obviously brings, attracts people, your family. Hey, you know what, you know, like, it's really important. My, I, I better stop, but my grandchildren, I'm there with him with them right now with their mom. And they're just like so excited because I dance with them. I play with them, you know, and they like it. <laughs> they like it. They, they love you and they like it and they want to engage with you. And so that's one, that's great. That's great. And, and, and Laura, that happened um, in other places too. In Kentucky, I spoke to a couple of husbands who came to the graduation. They said the same thing. My wife has changed. My wife has changed. She's happier now. I'm so happy to see her happy. It's been great. So it, it, it changes more than you, right? It changes more than you. <laughs> Yeah, in a good way, in a good way, in a positive way. So, so we're going to talk about the last leg of the program, which is really um, the support group that we have that we call motivational interviewing. But it's where everybody gets a team, right? We're you're assigned teams, and then at the end of the dancing and the lecture, you separate into your little groups and you start to have discussions. So, talk to me about your work in these groups and teams. Well, they would come and sit with us and uh, ask us what did we find uh, that was really powerful of that speaker? What did we relate to? Uh, do we have anything we'd like to share about our experience during that class? And that was really good to end the day like that because it, like I said, no matter what topic it was, even if it was something hard like depression, people actually would open up in the class. But in your small group, it's more like you feel more, even more comfortable. Now, when you started to see the change and share your changes with the group, how how did they react with you and what did they do? 
oh, um, sometimes, you know, things come up and you start crying mm. and people, they'll start crying with you <laughs> because I think they, it's relatable, right? I mean, we don't do it to be, it just happens. And once they see one person cry, then they kind of opens up the door that, hey, it's okay if I have these feelings and I want to speak about them, I'm going to let them out because this person inspired me to open up and just feel like I'm here with my family and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yes. You can take classes and do all these things, but if you're not given the space, even to give yourself permission enough to open up, then that's, then you're really not doing the rest of the healing, which is important is letting go of that stuff. I like the way you said the healing because you go in and you have these lectures and you discuss those lectures in a small group, but then you, you also do the movement and pick up things that you can now share with your grandchildren, right? And you feel better about, and you're moving. Where, when do you, when did you notice that the change was happening? I just, I, and looking back now, I never thought about this, but I think it happened like after the first class, because like, I was <laughs> excited to go next Saturday. Cause like, Hey, what are they going to do now? You know? <laughs> and it was, it was not seeing the women there. Cause at first you kind of, they raised like a stranger and I'm very outgoing. Like I have no problem talking to people. I'd go up and hug them and say, good morning, you know? And they're like, Hey, and then so, uh, more people started doing that because like, they felt comfortable, you know, and you do mm-hmm. what you feel in your heart. And I've always been that person. So I think it's not done for anything, but because that's who I am. But I also, I think it also frees up other women to do the same. And that's important because we all need to connect and we long for that. And the class, like I said, I can't say how much it meant to me and how it, it changed my life, especially now that I'm retired. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have ended up not moving or being excited about life, but I'm actually excited about life. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful really struck me was what you said about the heart. You know, other programs can give you exercises or lectures, but this program also gives you the heart and the heart and soul and and the the community that shares some common experiences with you and it allows you to be. It allows you to be and share and open up which is not what, you know, other programs you go and you just do and then you leave. But this was, this became like a family, it sounds like. For me as a Latina, and I think a lot of people, I don't think it matters what culture, we all have passion for who we are or who our family or how we were raised, you know. And all of it's not good, but for the most part, we do have passion for what we connect with. Mm-hmm. And if we all have differences, but we all are very similar. We want to be respected and treated with respect and also to be loved. Mm-hmm. And to be listened to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think this class covered all of that. And like you go to college classes, it's like basically everybody's on their own and like kind of like competing, you know, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. that's not building. It's it's taken away from the experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, like it's important to. To just be like, you know, happy and be nice mm-hmm. to people and talk to people in the mm-hmm. morning because. Those little things that people don't have that alone in their life. And that's pretty sad. Right. Right. Like you said, it came at a good time for you. You were just getting ready to retire. The program for me was beneficial all the way around. And the 18 weeks goes by really quick. (laughs) At first, it's like 18 weeks, Saturdays. But actually, I'm very glad I went because I looked forward to those Saturdays. There was always something new, something different, something great to learn or to activity to do the discussions and the camaraderie with between the women 
was really nice. I mean, it was like you came every day and you're hanging out with your family, like a large family, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody inspired everybody else. And it was good to see do, doing the class, how people were changing. They were changing and, you know, in a, in a really powerful, uh, beautiful way. You know, we don't here at Operation Change, we don't tell people what to do or who to invite to speak. The community decides that. The, the people who are in the program doing that are getting the feedback from you and, and the rest of your colleagues, participants in the program to identify what's next. What do I need next for the program to keep it exciting? It really sounds like Operation Change came at a good time for you. You were getting ready to retire or you retired. You had uh, been suffering from depression and were... Um, you know, getting a little more sedentary and it kind of was right there in front of your eyes. It was just like an opportunity that, you know, um, you said, I'm going to try it. Right. Even though it was like 18 weeks on a Saturday morning, I bendito, but you said, I'm going to give it a try on a Saturday. That's right. And Saturdays are precious. Saturdays are very precious. (laughs) So, but the program, once you started the program, it seems like you got respect you got love. It helped to build your self-esteem. And you ended up with a group of women who you stay connected with, who's kind of like your, your little posse, your support team, right? You've got friends and you know individuals who you could share things with. And yeah. you sound much happier, much happier, and that you learned some tools. You got some tools to help you stay happy and be and take care of yourself most importantly it, make yourself come first at many times it, you know it put that fire back inside of me you know put the fire i like that put the fire back yeah it, it brought it sparked that fire inside of ignited the fire inside of me again the passion for living and that's huge <laughs> yeah, you know what that's huge because it's uh, life is hard uh, the program was a total blessing I can see that the fire is ignited. I think I see the joy in your face. I see, I feel it. Even though we're on a Zoom call, I can feel it. I can feel your energy, your positive energy. And I think for you, you know, the sky is really the limit. And I'm so happy you were part of Operation Change. And maybe you would be part of Operation Change once we bring it back again in the future, because we hope to bring back Operation Change to the Croc Center. So maybe there's some way you can help the others in that on that team. You know, well, definitely. I feel that Operation Change changed me, <laughs> and in in a beautiful way. And the the other thing people should know is that for the women who attend the program. I mean, the, their biggest cost, I think, is time and getting there, right? Um, getting to the site. Correct. Because the program is free and funded. So um, we're, we are so proud of Operation Change, and we're so proud of the people who um, have led those programs and the participants who have just been, who have, you know, it, it's, you have opened yourselves up to change, which is hard enough to do, Right. Change is hard, but you allow yourself, and there's something that happens in that program. And I will tell you, Laura, it happens. It doesn't matter where we are. There's something that happens in that program with the groups that many of them have stayed connected. They, they stay as a support for each other. So something magic happens at Operation Change. And it's due to 
people like you who allow yourself to be yourself and to feel the change, you know? So I want to thank you for your work with Operation Change, for being part of the program. So I want to thank you, Laura, for sharing your journey and your story with us today. And I want to thank uh, our listeners for joining us for this edition of the Health Disparities Podcast. And we hope you find this edition enlightening and inspiring. I've been inspired by Laura, and I'm grateful to Laura for sharing her story. So from all of us at Movement is Life and the Health Disparities Podcast, please stay safe, stay well, and join us again soon. And for more episodes, please visit movementislifecaucus.com. Thank you, Laura. Adios to our listeners. Till the next time.